Oh, you're both being held back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually passing Madre along. This is the no star child left behind act, Connor. Star child? Yeah, he's also a powerful demon. Did I forget to mention that? Wait, aspect? demons are from the stars? Yeah. yeah. Morning star? Come on, Connor. It's hey, like you're not even paying he's attention. Not, he's an angel. Who? Was Zero? an angel. <laughs> who? Fletcher, yeah, who? really? Who? Fletcher, you bit. Wait, so Fletcher, have you ever actually seen the Jeepers Creepers movies? Yes, I have. All With three. his custom vanity plates? I'm I, I was going to bring up that exact topic. You? Yes, be eating you. Because that implies that not only does the Jeepers Creepers monster that is only awake every 28 days, 20 years, know English, but he knows enough that he has the sense for dramatic irony and humor. So he has you those can order plates. order them online. He has those plates, right? Does that mean that he has to go to the DMV every time and he's like has a top hat on? And he's like, oh, I'm here uh, to no, get my license reinstated. No, actually, that's the funny thing. Because he hasn't got to change an address, he could do it all online. Ooh. Oh, these damn BMV agents. <laughs> I bet he doesn't have to wait half an hour. <laughs> oh, and for those listening, Indiana has a BMV because we're too cool to have a DMV. Well, great. Now they know what state we're in, Connor. Well, as Just long edit as they, it out. As long as they got the MV. Motor vehicle. You already said BMV. They could yeah. have searched it. It's too late. I'm going to have to fake my death, move to Mexico. Only option left. <laughs> You're saying that you're not already in Mexico? Can I move to Maine? Live no. from Mexico and or Maine. This is Remedial <laughs> Lit. So, I would like to thank all of you who stuck around through our four-part series. We are done with Red Rising for now. We might, like we said, revisit it at a later date. But we're going to move away from the military fiction for just a minute. This was supposed to come out on Halloween, but because I have no sense of time management, that didn't happen. But the book did get read. Consequently, the rest of you have to suffer through it with me. So this is now our Christmas special? We're gonna make Halloween a... and Christmas. Yeah, Spooky Tim Thanksgiving. If Tim Burton can do it, can't we? No. Well, I'm going to, Connor, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. I could delete the video. Oh, no, actually, that works. Interesting. Uh -huh. Aha, yeah. but now we have to keep that part in. Otherwise, it'll go back to not working. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, uh, I paused it and then unpaused it Having to see if I'd break. Having technical difficulties in the remedial lit It is studio. difficult to work a child's studio. audio program, yes. I'm not going to lie. But I have in my possession two powerful tomes. The first, The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. And you can just hold on to that, Fletcher. Ooh, and the other to. is The Boss Witch by Anne Aguirre. Connor? You're fired. Now, Fletcher, if you do me a favor, go ahead and just read the synopsis on that book. Where's should be the, right on the back. I know you've never held one of these before. Synopsis. <laughs> is this the part where it starts with nine years ago? Yes. All right. Nine years ago, Vivian Jones nursed her heartbroken her broken heart like any young witch would. So we can't get even through the synopsis <laughs> so far. Awesome. I'm, Great job I'm so far. I'm there. Vodka, weepy music, bubble baths, and a curse on the horrible boyfriend. Hmm. So... Already admitting to dark magic, continue. Sure, Vivi knows she shouldn't use her magic this way, but with only an or uh, orchard hayride, scented candles on hand, she isn't worried it will cause him anything more than a bad hair day or two. That is until Reese Penhollow, descendant of the town's ancestors, breaker of hearts and annoyingly just as gorgeous as he always was, returns to Graves Glen, Georgia. D oh, okay, Descendants great. of the town's ancestors. Yeah, I was born here. Now, That's for, a fancy way of saying I was born here. For a quick comparison, Connor, give me the synopsis of uh, The Boss Witch. Let's just see the striking differences between these two. Clementine Waterhouse is a perfectly logical witch. She doesn't tumble headlong into love. Rather, she weighs the pros and cons and decides whether a relationship is worth pursuing. At least that's what's always been her modus operandi before. Clem prefers being the one in charge, always the first to walk away when the time is right. Attraction has never struck her like lightning until the witch hunter comes to town. Gavin Reese hates being a witch hunter, but his family honor is on the line, and he needs to prove he's nothing like his grandfather, a traitor who lets everyone down. But things in St. Clair aren't always what they seem, and Gavin is distracted from the job immediately by a bewitching, dark-haired beauty with a sexy smile and haunting secrets in her eyes. Don't worry. With so much at stake for them both, it's gonna the be last good. thing either can afford to I lose feel it. is their hearts. I'm sorry, just a second. There are two characters named Reese in these two separate books. Are they spelled the same? Fletcher, show me the book. One, one, I think that one is oh, R H. Just for the Y-S. They, they are, they how, are spelled the same. How are they spelled out? R H Y S. Yeah, so we, I guess we had to dip into the final fantasy Spencer, characters. Spencer, for one is a first name and the other is a last name. 
And I'm certain that that is where the similarities between these two end. So I went through The Boss Witch because I was entirely unaware that it is part of a series called The Fix-It Witches. Witches, uh, not to make a pun, one of the most god-awful things I've ever had the displeasure of pouring my eyes over. So this is a sequel? This is a sequel, and I caught that early on when they start mentioning this character, like Clem's cousin, Danica. But this is unrelated to the other book that Fletcher just showed. The oh, entirely unrelated. These, car- these two witch books with uh, the funny witch puns, there's a whole slew of these things. Yeah, I, I knew paranormal romance was a thing. I just didn't realize how interchangeable all of these things were. Paranormal romance? Listen, women are always witches. Men are always monster hunters, vampires, or werewolves. Does that mean that like Which people- sounds super badass. Because I hear cool witch hunter, and I'm thinking, all right, he's going to get there. There's going to be some fun action. It'll be cool for everyone involved. No. Well, great, Connor. You're you're ruining the shock of the audience. You right know, now. Connor, you always seem like a Debbie Downer. I'm why, all for this. Why is this family honor on the line? Is it not finding a witch a good thing? So he has to hunt witches because the backstory for Gavin here, which is the, the character, in case you've already forgotten, the witch hunter of the boss witch, he has a grandfather who ran off with a witch. And his dad's very mad about that because it's their duty so to hunt So his grandfather ran off with a witch. His father went back into the family business. Now his son is going to run off with another witch. Yeah, so, if anything, he's been outvoted. Second. If anything, the family business is running off with witches now. Wait, wait a second. Does that mean that the father grew up with his grandfather and the witch and then went away from the family and then decided to hunt people that was like his yeah, mother? Who, who, who's the father, Mary? Uh, would you believe me if I said another witch? <laughs> what? <laughs> You know what? All right. I would believe you. I, I guess that's why witch hunter is a very popular profession, because every other woman's a witch. Dude, you have no idea. I haven't even begun Whoa, yet. Madre, you can't say stuff like that. Quit spoiling I will things. say that about Clementine Waterhouse. Waterhouse. Yes. I hate book names so much. So <laughs> I hate I hate names of characters in books already. That's one thing the podcast oh, has taught me, great. is to hate these Because we're going to play a game. So the book opens with Clementine Waterhouse comforting her cousin Danica, who is having problems with her boyfriend from the first book this is the fix it witches series by the way her boyfriend titus winnaker <laughs> titus <Stop>. that isn't <laughs> a name these are just you just pick two things out of a hat and clem is comforting her and that's when she gets the bad news about her family because we get the little backstory here her dad walked out on her mother allegra uh, yes wait like the like, medicine like the drug yes in case you were wondering, it's like the when, drug. When is Uncle Zyrtec join the fray? <laughs> yeah, I so, need Mucinex on the case. Apparently, way back when her mom psychically threw furniture at her dad, because her dad cheated on her a bunch. Abuse. Uh, and her dad, I'm going to let you guess the name, though, Madre, because you love them so much right now. No, no we I, have. I want a hint. Is it like Greco-Roman? Uh, I can't give you a hint, Connor. I can just give you some options here. It's going to be either Barnabas Balforth, Macintosh Muggleton... <laughs> Or Thelonious Thorington. I hate all of these. Any uh, one of them could be it. I hate them all equally. What was the third one? Thelonious. Thelonious. Okay, I'm going to go with Thelonious. What's I'm going to go with Barnabas. So you're going to I'm going to go with the unchosen option just to... Oh, Macintosh Muggleton? I'm glad. So, Fletcher actually got this one right. It was Barnabas! Barnabas Balforth. Macintosh Muggleton, while a real name, is unfortunately the child actor and star of 28 Weeks Later, Madre. You were so close. You did what? pick a British Such person. Such a British what? name. I had to throw a real one in there for authenticity. 28 days later or 28 weeks later? Weeks. So, Clem, she's talking with her cousin, and she's like, you know what? It's all right. He's a normie. He doesn't know that you're a witch, and you're a never going to tell him. Oh, a mundane. It's what they call non-magical people. Oh, slurs. That's always... Slurs are so endearing. So, wait, they just call them mundies? Yeah, just like... Uh, which is a ripoff of oh. the Fables comic, yeah. yes. Uh, and apparently, even if you're married to one for 20 years, you never let them know that magic exists. So, you keep that secret. That is incredibly concerning. Okay. Yeah, that's also, uh, which is why the grandma's like, you need to marry a witch and keep the bloodline pure. They have Ooh, dude with grandma's oh, a supremacist. No. So they have dude witches too? <laughs> yeah, if you're a dude that can do magic, you're also a Aren't witch. those called warlocks? They were. Which region of the valley is this witch from, I wonder? <laughs> Let's find out. So do they call people mudbloods too if they're like mixed? That's true. What? Oh, they don't care about that. As long as you got magic, you're good to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Clementine, she's part of a coven in town. Huh. Of course. One of a couple, if you'd actually guess. A are, couple covens in are, this are, one town? Are witches a minority or... 
It's very unclear. But How big is this town? I will say 90% of the characters we meet will be witches. And I don't know, because St. Clair, it just says somewhere in the Midwest. It never says where it is, what state, what's around it. I was actually looking specifically for this. No, it's they say Midwest, and they go to farms and shit I'm going to say on. Illinois. I don't know. Southern Illinois. So, Southern Illinois. Yeah, Chica- North, Northern Illinois is all Chicago. So they, they're like, okay... You're having trouble with your boyfriend. You're flaring up with all kinds of weird magic, Danica. That's probably not a good thing. Let's go talk about it with our sisters in the coven. So they go to Carrie and Priya, the interracial lesbian friends who are having yogurt pretzels at the coven meeting. Check, check, and check. <laughs> Bingo! Bingo! <laughs> we covered a lot of ground with those characters. <laughs> They're witches, too, so we can tack that one on. <laughs> so the witches, they meet in their town home, which is where the coven gathers. Is this every what? chick who got really into Wicca? in college it's, just all I became guess it's witches like that, but it's also sex in the city because they're talking about who they're having relationships with and what's going on in their lives not a lot of magic business being discussed until they talk about the giant scary guy who shows up in a black leather jacket on a motorcycle throwing coffee on the ground at the, uh, Danica's boyfriend who's a baker well he walked in the bakery ordered a coffee and then started screaming witches are here there are witches everywhere I sense the witches in this town what the fuck you know, the subtlety of a witch hunter. And then he's, they're like, well, the Mundy's in town. They're like, oh, he must just be homeless. <laughs> People might call him crazy, but I identify with this guy already. Actually, I like how he had enough clarity of mind to order the coffee before he just started gibbering like a lunatic. Man, don't talk to me before I had my cup of coffee. So, Fletcher, for this episode, I'm going to need you to channel this witch hunter, okay? Really step into the role. Become the witch hunter. Gavin a vagrant? Reese. Well, he has a motorcycle, Connor. He's still a vagrant. Uh, would a vagrant have a fucking Ducati? Yes. I thought not. Yes. Does he have a bindle? No, he doesn't. <laughs> right now, he's just got the Ducati and a can-do attitude to hunt some witches. Sounds pretty badass right now. I was entirely with him up until this point. Now, let's talk about the witch's plan to deal with this witch hunter. Any ideas? Anything. Th- throw something out, guys. What are you going to do? You're a witch. This witch hunter just rolls into town. He's here. And you're not actually sure what witch hunters do to you. Because once a witch hunter finds a witch coven, they all just disappear. No one knows for certain. Shoot him. Uh, bake him into a pie. Make him disappear using magic? No, he's got like magic protection, obviously. So it's got to be like guns. Can make he actually doesn't have magic protection. What? How, did, how is there a family of witch hunters? Oh, it's not a family. It's a whole order of witch hunters. Yeah, how do these guys exist if they have nothing? Oh, we're going to get into that. Don't worry, buddy. So Spencer's enjoying his. The coven, they're like, okay, let's scry him and see what's going on. And they see him in his motel, sitting and drinking. He's got jeans and a leather jacket on. Also, he's insanely ripped and handsome. <laughs> so so when you say he has a leather jacket on, is it just like no shirt leather jacket? I assume so. Like it's a 90s vampire movie or something. I have a question. So he doesn't have any protection against scrying or any type of magic, yet he goes into a coffee shop and starts going, ah! Hey, you're really channeling this character. It's called Fletcher. baiting the trap, Fletcher. What? He knew they were going to uh, scry so for him. What? Well, he way- actually does sense them scrying. He can't do anything about it, but he starts looking around, and they're like, oh, no, he's looking around. Wait. Quick, cancel the spell. What? He- Wait. How does the scrying work? Like, why is he looking around? There's yeah, a, is it there's like a, a flock of ravens in the middle is of it, his hotel room? Is it like just... a 3D view, or do they only see him from, like, one side? Is it They also down? don't really describe how magic works or its limitations. No, oh, okay. It's oh, more great. just a vehicle for the, these characters to be able to do they, things. They didn't need a single item in his possession to perfectly fucking patriot act his location. So, I'm just curious what you guys think their plan to get rid of him is here. We have, what, bake him into a pie and run him out of town with magic? Well, those are two things they clearly can't do, Connor. Guns. Guns. You know, that, I would have I would have gone there as well, but they don't like violence. It's against their religion. They're gonna we send, circle back into military going, fiction. They're gonna send someone out to talk to him. They send Clem out. Actually, she volunteers because that's her character. They flaw. actually do that. Her character flaw is that she cares too much and takes too much work upon herself. So she's like, "I'll take care of is it." Is this guys. the first vampire or I'm sorry, witch hunter they've ever run into? And yes, actually. And uh, then they decide, well, okay, Clem's got it. The rest of us are gonna keep watching our television then and that's not a bit they they get back to watching their television (laughs) i gotta see the next episode of sex in the city i was gonna say days of our lives i hate everyone in this book from this point on. i was with it with what what show are they watching uh they're watching true blood Mm. wrong it's a telenovela they specify that they they don't specify how the magic works but they're watching telenovelas in the midwest that's 
That's a curveball. You took Spanish. What, what, what are they watching? Uh, Destinos. That was the telenovela we watched. What is it? Diaz of our Vidas? <laughs> Close enough. I'll accept it. So Clem's like, well, I know he's at a bar because of magic. So I'll go to the bar in a sexy outfit. And my plan is to distract him with my sexiness long enough that we can come this, up with a plan to get rid of him. This is a narcissist then. Well, when you put it like that, I suppose it sounds bad. But I'm doing it for my coven. My coven? You say? Wait, so is she a leader? Uh, they don't have a leader, Fletcher. They're all equal. It's but, a communist but it's society. Coven. Actually, that's not true. There are secret leaders of these covens, but we don't discover that until literally the last 20 pages when it comes oh. in. Up and Don't think you're going to get any information on how this operates, Fletcher. The specifics are merely there to be ignored. So we can have deep conversation like her s- sitting in a bar, ordering a drink, and then worrying about how much the drink cost. That, that sounds like a Midwest thing. She's sitting there on her phone wondering how to get this guy's attention. And instead of approaching him, she makes the great move to sit on her phone and pretend like she got a date that was canceled. And oh. it does work because a guy comes up next to her and says, well, hey there, what are you doing? And then she pretends to ignore him. And he's like, okay. And he walks away. Then a different guy comes up <laughs> and sits down and says, well, isn't it your lucky night? As she's playing like Candy no Crush on her phone. No one says that. And uh, the witch hunter, who's like now stewing in the bar, again, drinking alone. He sees this fat dude making a play. The fat guy being like, hey, waiting for someone? Don't worry. I'm here. <laughs> and, and, you know what? That guy's... Confer- props got to it. that guy. He went out. He, he, he got he, game. He took his. He took his chance. He shot a shot. Well, he the gets. He gets beat up by our white knight, Gavin Reese, who shows up and says, "I don't think the lady's interested." Imagine, Stage four wait. alcoholic sloppily stumbles over and decks. The Imagine dude. being that guy. You know, you're you're a little uncertain about your body image. You, you've been hanging out inside all day. Just you, talk to her. The worst she could say is no. <laughs> you, you get up the gumption to like go out and meet some people. Maybe tonight's your night. Your big moment. Yeah. Yeah, then a, a six foot three, incredibly attractive Englishman comes over and dunks on you. <laughs> he's an Englishman? Yes, he's British. Uh, he's described as having inky black hair over his bony face, eyes that were oceans of darkness, and these are attractive features, this I guess. Sounds... Why, he sounds more like a monster than she does. <laughs> he sounds like he's, he's done some hard living on the sea. And then we have the <laughs> internal monologue of Clementine Waterhouse after he comes over, and she thinks, what am I doing? This plan is bananas. He'll <laughs> No. Bananas? Bananas. Well, Banana. Well, thread it, threading the needle of life and death. So Gavin like sits down next to her and says, it's not in my nature to overlook a wrong being done. That, or wrong. He just approached a woman in a bar. That's uh, what you do. Unwanted social encounter. <laughs> Greater than any I like, witch hunter. I like how his sense of duty doesn't apply to hunting witches so much as it applies to being a white well, Wait a second. Oh, yeah, by the way, did I, did I forget to mention that now I start getting Gavin's uh, abilities as a witch hunter? He can sense magical energy, and he just got done calling his dad and saying that he hates the family business and he wants to go back to teaching history at Cambridge. Then why is he here sprouting shit about witches? Because the I, order... I, Oh, it, also, the, the order of witch hunters, well, they're established very early on to be the bad guys when it's like, oh, yeah, and if you try to run, they'll kill you. No son oh. of mine's going to take a dead-end tenure at Cambridge. You're so, hunting witches, and you'll <laughs> like it. I was about to say, how come earlier when he was in, like, the Starbucks or whatever, he fu- he fucking knew there were witches, but now he doesn't? Oh, no, he knows there are witches. He just can't sense them. He just doesn't care. Wait, what? Yeah, because Clem does a spell or something, so she can't be tracked. Oh, yeah, the guy who can sense magic can't sense magic to hide magic. <laughs> Seems like this, it's kind of a pretty this big sounds flaw. like some kind of card game. <laughs> Madre, I will not detect your monster. Uh, I rolled an undetected. <laughs> but I, my monster's ability to detect all monsters on the field. My monster has the ability to undetect itself. So they're sitting, and he makes the joke asking, so what, you think this song is about me? And uh, she somehow gets this reference to the song, You're So Vain. I was oh, going to, by, ancient- by Carly Simmons? Yeah, but guess what? The song wasn't playing at the time. And I know that because in the book <laughs> they say, even though the song wasn't playing at the time. <laughs> so it, it's a bit that doesn't even make sense. It's the lamest pickup line, right? <laughs> What's that supposed to do? Check to see if she's like 40 and up? That's fucking an amazing pickup line. Yeah, I actually, I think I'm going to start doing I'm going to start using random lines of songs that aren't on the bar radio at the time. <laughs> hey, lady, you're so vain. Want to go somewhere? Let's light it up like it's dynamite, babe. You're going down on me on timber? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Fletch. Thank you for boning it in. What better place than here? <laughs> what better time than, than now? now? <laughs> yeah, I was a little 
perplexed and angry at this part because now they just start flirting and he's like oh yeah i'm just here to visit the town this random small town in the midwest and she's like oh cool well why don't we go on a farm tour here's my number no one does that yeah now this is we're on hallmark rules now the folksier the more romantic the witch hunter veneer it's fallen off connor we've left the store our purchase is falling apart it's no longer good so they're talking and uh, then Clem goes back home, and she's like, oh, man, and my dad and my mom are coming to town. I'm going to have to deal with my grandma and a witch hunter, and I'm a small business owner. Is this just Hallmark Bewitched? I was thinking more so Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, yeah, we get into her business, the Fix-It Witches, because uh, Clem is a technomancer witch, what? so she can magic technology. And she's the boss. Yeah, if that wasn't clear. If, that part actually never comes up. Uh, the fact that she's a boss never comes up. No, it doesn't really apply to anything. <laughs> well, I mean, you're supposed to pick up that she's a boss-ass bitch, so obviously. More importantly, she has the date with the witch hunter to plan. She can't mess around with this job, Connor. So she goes back to Kevin and like, hey, you want that witch hunter out yet? It's like... No, so the coven never asks about the witch hunter after his they initial never arrival asked in the town. About the witch hunter, yeah, they're just like, oh, Clem's got it because she takes too much upon herself. And they're going to see the Nigerian dwarf goats, and I know that phrase in particular because they say it about five or six times because it's so funny. And on their farm date, like Gavin, he immediately just spurgs out when she makes the slightest bit of innuendo, and he's like, oh, no, banta, I simply can't. I would never think about a woman in that way. It yes. would be uncouth. It sounds like a white knight. And then his other thought, the only one that he has up until this point, is him brooding over my job that forces me to live on the road, a nomad life where I can never settle down and build a life for myself. With yeah. Because my father wouldn't allow you it. You know truckers can have families too, right? How terrible you had to take a hayride. Oh, so after, their, some after their trip to the farm <laughs> where Gavin is staring off into the sunset, brooding over his sad life, they go to a restaurant where there's a clown making balloon animals. <laughs> Ooh, but where's the tenderloin? I'm gonna need to eat some tenderloin. Also, he had he had a job at Cambridge, and he's a grown ass man. What does it matter what his dad says? <laughs> does he live with him? It must be a British thing. Is it like trying to get his approval or something? But why would he want approval from his dad? Is no, he actually hates his dad. He doesn't care about approval. Okay, then why does he care? Because the order's gonna kill him if he backs out. They don't say kill. They say something bad will happen. They don't want to bring the Hallmark movie mood down. Yeah, down. A so they're short sitting- hayride on a long path. <laughs> That sounds like the title to an episodic murder novel. And they're eating, and uh, then he reveals that he was twitchy at the bakery because he was doped up on like 10 five-hour energies for a 15-hour motorcycle ride from the Florida Panhandle where he just got done hunting a coven of witches. Where the fuck is that book? I was going to say, did we start on the least interesting part of his adventure? Listen, women don't want to read about vampires. I keep saying vampire hunter, witch hunters and motorcycles. D- yeah, witch hunters hunting down witches. You know, if you if you shorten it down to just the five five hour energies, this does sound a lot like me. Well, he's seeping into the role. It's slowly getting there. I think he's putting the pieces together. Yeah. So you've been with you've been with the witch for twenty four hours now. You feeling the magic yet, buddy? You feel it? Your no. one job, the one thing you have to do, sleep with her. I really want to, yeah, what Connor said. He kisses her, yeah. Yeah! And then he's like, oh yeah, my dad also forces me to hunt witches. I'd rather be a teacher. And the reason I'm repeating this is because he repeats it, so you all have to sit through this with me. He just mentions that cold cock to this girl after a Uh, day. He thinks it real loud. And then he's like, my dad, he won't let me do what I want to do. He says it cryptically. This is a heavy-ass first date. How old do you think these two are, by the way? Late 20s? Well, no. they're fi- uh, I think early 30s. They're fanboying over, what is it, Carly Simon? So he's like, okay, well, I don't really want to hunt witches, so I'll rent a garage to live in in town and stall the investigation. Your, your, your long-term plan is to stall. That's his game plan for right mm-hmm. now, yes, because he wants to d- continue to date Clem, and if he finds the witch, he won't be able to do that. Instead, he, he's driving his Ducati around, or... The Duke, as he calls it. And uh, he calls his dad as he's riding his motorcycle. And his father, who's up at like 3 a.m. in England, apparently just yelled at him and says, Don't bollocks it up. And his (laughs) dad just doesn't. To establish that he's quite British, you know. Why doesn't he just screen his dad's call? Would you believe that uh, his He's dad phone runs the order of witch hunters? No, it's since you just said it, I wow. guess I will. So he didn't get kicked out of that position even though his dad ran off with one? Yeah, it is kind of weird that he's still in charge, but I guess it's not a very big order. Also, it's kind of weird that you, you said he married a witch, but he's still leading the order. 
Well, that witch is going to be this the the witch he's talking to. Oh right yeah, now. they they don't know that she's a witch yet. That's revealed at the very very yeah, end. Yeah, but she knows they're, he's a witch hunter. Yeah, they're, and she's just cool with him being the witch hunter leader. The the mom had to run off because he's an evil witch hunter and he can't be redeemed. Uh, so anyway, we talk about these witches now. They're running the stop. The, the it's called Fix It Witches, by the way, the name of the series. And as revealed, they're uh, technomancers. Yes. What a great hiding place. Yeah. So Clem's hanging out with another witch, Ethel, who is a crazy old cat lady who has a parrot and runs a tick. TikTok channel about her parrot. Wow, that's do such a great characterization. Drop, do they name drop does, TikTok? Does yeah. anybody in this small podunk town have an actual job? Well, they they fix refrigerators and computers, and they do that with magic because apparently they're not smart enough to do it. Just like you know, with technology in their brains. How does uh, how does like one Maytag repairman not run them out? They do magic because <laughs> oh, they're fucking scammers, is how Connor. And this part actually pissed me off unironically. So she's talking like, yeah, people come to us all the time, and like sometimes there's like a cell phone with a bad battery, so we just magic it up. It'll break again in like a year, but until then Planned they can use obsolescence. That. They're just like the fucking Apple repair team. Okay, where the fuck are the cops on these people and, <laughs> and running their Scam ass business. No, no, we're getting to the bottom of this. Fuck magic. This is this is we need to protect the consumers. You know, this is the real reason I'm on the side of this witch hunter, man. He's trying to fucking take down bad business. Yeah, so they admit to being scammers because, well, it, it, we're fixing it for a little bit. That should count for something, right? And then, of course, they bring in more, like, family drama. And there's, like, bits and pieces of this scattered throughout the book. I honestly just, like, stopped paying attention. because <laughs> it's just cat needs to go to the vet. Yeah, and then she's like, your grandma is so nice, even though she's kind of a racist and doesn't like mundanes. Yeah, and then like Danica, who's the reason that Gavin's in town in the first place, Clem's cousin, because she was like throwing off all sorts of weird magical energy that he could pick up from Florida. He shows up and he's like, oh, that's weird. I guess I can't sense anything anymore. She's just having boyfriend problems. They're going to leave town for a little bit. I'm sure we'll find out about that when you read book three, right? No, that's a different witch from this book. Leanne, actually. Yeah, yeah um, but you, you're going to go back and read the rest of the series, right? Since we have to see how their story ends. I'll definitely get around to it. No, we, we're following Gavin again, and he's tired of living at war because he's a warrior. Oh, it's not a life he chose. His father made him do it. As he sits in a custom-knit sweater, okay. <laughs> sipping hot cocoa. <laughs> Mr. Warrior, what have you fought so far? Another corn mace. Life is hell. So he, he's introduced this character, Mina Rodriguez, and her opening line is, I'm not Mexican, but my husband is, and I took his last I know name. One. So don't ask me why I don't look Mexican, because it's a nationality, not an ethnicity. And his response is just, I was just going Lol, to ask about didn't ask. <laughs> local attractions. And he gets a big list of like nature places that witches might hang out. And his plan is to give this list to his dad and be like, see, I'm investigating. And once he's got the witch, he's like, well, I'm done for the work for the day. Time to clock out. So the reason he got sent is because he always bungles his way into the most magical activity by trying to avoid it. Mina Rodriguez, by the way, is revealed at the end of the book to also be a witch. Uh, Ethel's a witch. So literally every interaction he's had with a person in this town that has a name has been a witch. So and far. he hasn't killed any of them? Oh, they don't kill witches, Fletcher. It's revealed that what they do is they simply mind break them, erase their memories of being a witch, and then steal all of their resources, like houses and finances and stuff. So, well, uh, I mean, Madre, to be actually, fair, they scammed for all of that. So, <laughs> uh, could I get a, a quick uh, replay of my favorite Harry Potter 2 quote? Professor Lockhart, scene five. Say goodbye to your memories. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the witch hunters are not so much hunters as they are magical IRS, where they show up, brainwash you into thinking you're a human, and then take all your money. Which I'm fine with, honestly, after seeing the way these witches conduct business. So wait, what happens if you just forget you were brainwashed or something, and then you go back to being a witch? Do you have to die forget then? Forget you were brainwashed. Fletcher? Yeah. Man with uh, Alzheimer's <laughs> forgot he had Alzheimer's <laughs> and remembered everything. <laughs> So while they're doing this, Clem is reading through all these journals she has from like the Great Depression about the last time a coven got rid of a witch hunter. And the other witches say that they're not too interested in reading through it and checking it out we as well. We just threw them into a <laughs> dust bowl tornado. So I do love the fact that like the coven is watching these telenovelas and eating popcorn. And then Clem shows, I'm like, thanks. This is exactly what I needed. As there is a potential threat to all of them, just brooding in town, drinking. They're lucky that he's just bad at his job or they would all be so horrendously fucked at this point because no one seems to be taking the fact that there's a witch hunter seriously including the witch hunter so 
Spencer. Oh, you're really <laughs> stepping into that character, Fletcher. I'm glad you've embraced it. Spencer, I don't think you understand that they need to see how the season finale ends on their Telling the Wave. Telling the Wave? You said new TV. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. <laughs> So Gavin's like, okay, I'm sad. And Clem, who just has been on one date with him so far, she's like, you know what? I need to get him a pet. A pet? Yeah. Iguana. A pet. pet iguana. Iguana. Ooh, we got iguana coming in hot, Connor. Uh, I'm just going to go classic with cat. I swear to God, if it's like a toad or something. I'm... Hey, uh, Fletcher, do me a real fun little fact search for me. And uh, Google hauntavirus common carriers. Hauntavirus? It's... Oh, yeah. Because what she fucking gives him is a pet mouse. A mouse that they enchant before giving Giving to the witch hunter. They enchant it with a disease? No, no. What they enchant it with is super intelligence. What? Yeah, so they take a mouse, and then Priya, one of the coven witches from earlier, yeah, so she has, like, life magic or some vaguely defined power that lets her speak to animals and make them super intelligent. They, they curse kind them of, with sapience. Kind of immoral to keep him as a pet at this point, isn't it? No, if no, they're like giving all, him away as a pet. But he's like a whole-ass dude now. <laughs> he <laughs> likes it. From the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, hauntaviruses are a family of viruses spread mainly by rodents and can cause varied disease syndromes in peoples worldwide. Hmm. Here you go, hun. I got this just for you. <laughs> so she takes a mouse, makes it super smart, and then her plan is to give it a gift to him because he can keep it in a small little terrarium on the back of his Ducati. Why would he want it to be smart, though? Why would he want a smart mouse? Why are they flowers for Algernon in this mouse? <laughs> can you give the mouse, like, cool little goggles so he can ride up front with him? Oh, Connor, Connor, Connor. What was the name you just dropped there? Flowers for Algernon, a better story. Oh, and... What do you think the mouse's name is? Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. No. no. You do not no. say it. Do not say it. <laughs> oh, I don't have to say it, Connor. You already did. <laughs> is it Algernon? You're, you're precious. Way, way to go, Fletcher. <laughs> Going to the fucking Hunter's thing again. I, I never read that one. How I, am I, I can't supposed speak to know? Because I'm upset. Who am I supposed to know the flowers were for? He so, truly is the witch hunter. <laughs> the best part is that. This is not even the guy picking the name. The mouse picks his own name. Why would, he, why would he pick that name? Wait, why would he even know that name? He was granted knowledge in existence a scene ago. Does, what, was he also watching the TV all day? Does this mean the rodent's well-read? He's very well-educated. <laughs> so while this is happening, Gavin thinks, oh, well, where's the best place to gather in town a place like this? Yeah, so what does Gavin call the mouse? Because he's not going to listen to what the mouse thinks. Oh, well, he ends up calling it Benson. Because then they talk about that him and Clint where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to name him Benson. I like how after the, the regular show. The, the mouse references literature, and he's like, I was watching this kid show, man. He's got this funny-ass like, raccoon. He's a dude. gumball machine. <laughs> oh. How about now, Benson? But then he gets sad because like, put the Benson on the show. He reminds me of my father. <laughs> he's, how does he remind He's brooding about a children's TV there's, show. There's literally, there's literally a father figure in regular show called Pops. Well, let's, let, can we explore this parallel more? So, so the author drew a parallel between a distant abusive father and Benson from the regular show. Uh, so they, they go to go pick berries after Gavin talks with a bunch of pensioners. And uh, if you're wondering, one of the pensioners he talks to, Gladys, well, she's also secretly one of the head witches in the United States. The United States. Yeah. He, he can bungle his way into the highest echelons <laughs> of witchdom, but he can't how, make it stick. How big is this coven relative to other covens in the United States? Well, this is where he pulls a real Fletcher because he shows up and Clem is standing in front of the Fix-It Witches sign with like a big witch hat on it and then he's like what's your last name again oh waterhouse that's weird because agnes waterhouse was a witch who was hanged for witchery in 1592 what you just gonna weird drop that, you, that weird that you have this <laughs> yeah because i'm a history professor weird that you have the same last name as clem he studied oh, well. american history witch like, history wi american witch history. Yeah, there were no he, americans he, in he, the midwest he, in the 16th century oh that's a actually good point i didn't think about that's odd oh well uh anyway <laughs> why is that a fletcher moment i don't know which she is standing in front of the witch sign he thinks oh that's weird that you have the same name as a local witch oh well yeah what's wrong local with that? local witch wait she's a local witch too like she was hung yeah here. You, you know the 16th century midwest <laughs> Full, pioneers right? as far as the eye could see <laughs> only ever been pioneers no one else certainly no other people that ever were in the area 
And uh, then they go and get lunch. And the whole time, Clem has this box with uh, Algernon in it. And she's and he's like, what's Benson? that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Benjamin Algernon the third Esquire. Uh, we'll, we'll give this mouse a few titles since he's apparently better read than the hunter. And then they go to go pick berries. And while Clem was handling this mouse, not fucking... 45 minutes ago, she starts feeding Gavin berries from her hands without washing, which to me was just unsanitary. There's a lot of gross stuff that happens in this book, but that probably takes the cake. And uh, then they're just like, so your dad, he's bad. And you're just like, he has like a little flashback where- uh, Don't get him started. He, where he's like a child and his dad is just beating him as he's like, why are witches bad, right. papa? And he's like, <laughs> takes off his belt and starts whipping him. And like he locks him in a cage and starves him. He did what he could. Is you see, a- son, the witches, they were behind YouTube monetization. This is no! the witches did this to you. The <laughs> witches did this to you. They brought down Ray William Johnson. And then back at uh, his back at his garage apartment, Gavin wicks up a parfait from scratch and gives it to her. And she's like, "Here's your mouse." And he's like, "Yes, I love it. I've always wanted a pet, and a mouse is the most perfect pet I could ever think of, my lady. Yes, no, truly, it, you are genius, and your intelligence is only matched by your beauty. Yes, no? a short-lived pet." Perfect no one, for me. Also short. Don't worry. They mentioned that, and the life magic that made it super intelligent also makes no, it live no, longer. No, you're not. You're not green miling this fucking mouse. You are not green miling this fucking mouse. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Clementine Coffee. <laughs> Damn it! I was thinking more so. Fivel like goes to the west or whatever it is. Fivel goes witch hunting. <laughs> yeah. You are the perfect witch hunter because we're over here talking about a perfect parallel, and you're like that reminds me of this cartoon, man. He's got this gumball machine. He's like my dad. He's kind of an asshole. And then they have sex. And the descriptions, there's like two big sex scenes in this book. And they're both of the 10-hour book, literally an hour long. They make up two tenths of this book. And I was in Walmart shopping while I was listening to the audio portion of this. And I stopped and started physically gagging. This is not an exaggeration. The word juices should not now nor ever be used in a sex scene for any purpose ever at all, period. What would you prefer? Secretions? Fluid? I don't know. You're a fucking writer. Maybe use some artistic imagery. Something that isn't just, and then he stuck his penis in her <laughs> vagina, and she loved the feeling of it in exquisite detail for an hour. I don't know. That sounds pretty good to me. Fletcher? It wasn't specifically <laughs> described as horrendous and filthy. Yeah, what was, it? Was, the, was the mouse watching? <laughs> yeah, Algernon really thought that was cool. I didn't stop to check. I was too busy throwing up. And the other thing is the sex scene, the way it's written, so it swaps back from her perspective to his perspective. Don't do mid chapter. Don't do that. And a woman, I'm just gonna say, maybe should not write from the man's perspective during a sex scene because I'm gonna say it's not so hot. <laughs> so afterwards, they're like done, they're in bed. Gavin just gets up, he says I need to check on my mouse. That, what? That's autistic. Perfect recovery. What? So he gets up. He's like, yeah, I need to check on this mouse. And she's like, oh, well, that's nice. But uh, I can't stay the night. That'd be too weird. And this is clearly just a hookup Too thing. weird? Haven't they been on like three dates? She got him a Did, pet. I was about to say, didn't they see goats together? They've exchanged pets. Yeah, but she didn't bring her toothbrush, Madre. She can't stay she over. She can't commit to a witch hunter she knows is evil, Madre. <laughs> what do you mean commit? She's just staying in the night. I mean... Is there like some spell that's cast? She's under the same roof? And then they go back and have more family drama where the Graham is like, and if you marry a mundane, you're magical with her and you'll get old and fat and ugly. So marry a witch. Like you? (laughs) Well, that's the cousin. They start arguing and Clem has to make peace because... She's a peacemaker, Connor, and she takes too much upon Look, herself. racism has a place in this family. Especially if it's about actual literal superpowers and breeding a better being. It's just an ubermensch. It's, there's something weird about the that. The magic was the hatred inside us all along. <laughs> well, then Clem says, I would rather be alone than to lose my power. <laughs> what? That is a character moment right there. <laughs> That's why she's the boss witch. Cue laugh track. <laughs> I like how she uses her magic for such stupid, mundane things as like TV repair. But the second like she would just have to do it normally, she recoils. Well, what I love is that Priya, the chick that like made the mouse superhuman, she works in like a medical center. So what the author is subtly implying to me is that she's saying women aren't smart enough to actually do these jobs. They have to have the power of magic on their <laughs> side, or they won't be able to manage. <laughs> 
kind of a hot take, but hey, I'm just interpreting it. What can I say? And then, by the way, uh, Barnabas shows back up, and I just kind of zoned out because he shows up with like a hot young wife or something. And Clem's like, ah, well, she, he fucked a couple of my friends when I was 18. <laughs> that so. is weird. Yeah. Yeah, and it was even more weird that my mom took him back, and then he cheated again, and then she threw him out. So I can't deal with my parents, and I'm dealing with the witch hunter right now. Gotta go check those journals. Wait, why isn't anybody else helping her out with the witch hunter? They don't care. Oh, okay. They have to watch their TV. Yeah, well, then they show up for another fucking date, and she shows up to ride on his fucking motorcycle in a spaghetti strap dress. I don't know how much you know about fashion, Connor, but when you're riding something that goes, oh, 80 miles an hour in the open Midwest air, maybe a mini skirt spaghetti strap is not the way to go. Listen, Spencer, what you want is you want to have the fabric as loose as possible. Oh, yeah, guess where they're going? Oh, um... Give me a second. Chicago. No, no. Well, that would actually give me a point of reference, Fletcher, I'm... so we can't have that. So they already went to a farm. Yep. So let me see if there's anything else in I would the Midwest. Say, I would say a ride, but he doesn't know anybody there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, they're going to a microbrewery tour. They, they don't have those what? here. Oh, no, they do. Uh, they're going to a tour that he rented out, and I guess he forgot his fucking hipster glasses at home, but he has this inner monologue where it's him just simping about her, and that's not an exaggeration. He does not have a single thought, because I was waiting for it, about himself or what he wants. It's just about how hot she is and how much he hates his dad. He only has those two thoughts. What, what about his motorcycle? He doesn't even mention the motorcycle. Yeah, what about the Cotty? Yeah, what? Oh, the Duke? Yeah, the Duke. He has a name for it, but he doesn't think about it. No, he doesn't think about anything but how hot Clem is and how much he hates his dad, who is like Vincent from is the this, regular show. This is this a weird role reversal? The the empty-headed, ditzy, I can't tell beautiful if it's a, person with daddy issues. This, this is either one of the dumbest books of all time or the greatest satirical takedown of romance I've ever read. <laughs> And they're going on this microbrewery tour, and then Clem is talking about her dumb family again. And the only part that I fucking caught was that, yeah, my mom, she married a man named Dougal. <laughs> and I just fucking died. Dougal. <laughs> dumb, dumb Dougal. Dude, Which, that sounds like a Fire Emblem character's well, name. You have fucking Gavin reflecting on his I, childhood. Just say it's Douglas. Just say the name is Douglas. He's That's being a real like name. Beaten with whips for asking if it's evil to torture people and break their minds. What? And then not if you're British. And then Clem's just like, and hey, my dad, my da- my stepdad, his name's Dougal. He wears Hawaiian <laughs> shirts and cargo shorts. We have so much in common. And then they uh they swap sex disease tests to each other. Um, oh. after they've had sex. Yeah. And they were comparing notes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'm, I don't have any sexual transmitted diseases. Hey, neither do I. Great. Let's go home. How romantic. Yeah, they had their dumb night together, which, again, I'm just gagging. And then the next day, Clem goes to hang out with Ethel, the parrot bitch again. Did she again. leave in the middle of the night again? Yeah, she did, because she can't give her heart to someone who's so evil, So Connor. does she even leave a note for him? No. Uh, they're like, hey, we'll meet up again later, but I can't stay the night. <laughs> okay. Well, she's like, oh, well, I tell you what, Clem, at least it's not a vampire. And Clem's like, wait, vampires are real? Because I didn't know no. that until just now. She's a witch. Do not. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, vampires, they're actually witches. He used the blackest magics imaginable in human sacrifice to achieve <sighs> immortality. You fucking did it. <laughs> Madre, you sound perturbed. Stop. So then they're establishing. like establishing. <laughs> yep, that sure is evil. I would never use black magic like that. Hey, let's commune with the dead on how getting answers to how to deal with Gavin. By the way, so they pull out some skulls and decide to summon up some spirits. <laughs> have you tried sleeping with him? They have this like eldritch horror awful shit but for the most mundane things it's like yeah i actually pulled his soul from the afterlife to ask him what he thought about game of thrones (laughs) it's kind of like the fucking adams family at this point (laughs) and danica she shows up after and she's like oh my god i'm getting married i don't care about keeping our bloodline pure and the grandma's very upset about this which is very important since there is again I, i mentioned a witch hunter in town yeah, you think she'd be concerned about that. Don't worry, the witch hunter's on the case. I'm behind him. <laughs> <laughs> You're beside them. He's You're not... in front of them. Don't worry. inside him. <laughs> okay, Butcher, concentrate. Use your one witch hunter power. Sense the magic. Where are the witches? I don't know. See, the thing is, it's throwing off his sense because 
there's nothing but witches here. So now he can't tell which side means witches and which doesn't. But so the witches plan. They're going to distract Gavin further. They're going to have a party where the whole coven gathers and then Gavin shows up. And uh, they do that. That's what? You you what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big mixer because Danica's boyfriend, he brings all of his friends. Titus's buddies show up. And then all the witches and the mundanes, they're getting together. They're having a good time. Then Clementine takes a couple of pages to shit all over Titus, who is the hero of the first book, I might mention, from what I understand. And he seems like a fairly decent guy. He's like, hey, I baked cupcakes for everyone since I'm a baker. I thought you'd like some. You're the cousin of the girl I'm dating. You two seem really close. I like to get you to know you. And in her mind, she's like, oh, thanks. She's just thinking, God, he's such a teacher's pet. Spencer, as all good romance will tell you, men will try to get into a relationship being the best they can be, but once they're in it, they stop trying. Yeah, I mean, that's facts, yo. He is constantly baking them things. And yeah, she is shitting a, all over he's him. He's a kiss-ass, Spencer. He's just doing it for attention. I mean, you said it yourself earlier. He's a simp. No, that was a, that was Gavin, who's also at this party and doesn't sense a single thing off or amiss about this. Like, oh, a book club. That's weird. They keep trying to help him. <laughs> I like, just let us help you. I like how Gavin's like, I don't want to be a witch hunter. I want to be my own person. But as soon as he meets another guy who's his own person, being a baker, he's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> well, uh, well, Gavin, he's having a great time. And you know what? He thinks he might have just imagined the witch signal in the first place. In fact, he says... He doubts there's a witch for a hundred miles around. Oh my oh, god, you could get irony no. poisoning at this point. Wait, so does that mean that if Madre said, like, it's inversed, so there are witches all the way around for, like, a hundred miles? Oh, yeah, well, there's more witches coming into town because they're about to have a big witch festival called, like, Lunaris or <laughs> we something. We call that a Sabbath. His fucking <laughs> dad's having an aneurysm in England right now, thinking about this man being surrounded by witches. Well, the witches, they get together for treats and magical tricks, and uh, they have, like, people shooting off magical fireworks with illusion magic around. They said, Just buy fireworks! Just buy fireworks! They they set up a big dome of magic, and uh, Gavin doesn't sense anything, except he finally is like, oh, that's weird. When I was having sex with Clementine, I felt something familiar, kind of like a magical residue <laughs> I don't, aura. I don't think you want to feel anything familiar during uh, sex. What? <laughs> so he's at this party, thinking about the time he had sex with her. Oh, this is after the party. He's reflecting and brooding, and he's like, oh, that's weird. So is he at an after party? Yeah, just him. But there's enough <laughs> beer that it counts. That's an after party. Let it, let it be known on record. If you drink alone after a party, it's still a party. Spencer, how many after parties have you been to? I'm about to go to one right now <laughs> after reading this piece of shit. So Gavin, he always like, he's a tracker, by the way. He's actually never dealt with a witch himself. He just finds them and then calls the real witch hunters in to do the job who like magically sever people and erase their minds and all that boring stuff. Boring. Boring. That's pretty yeah, the stuff we don't me. care about. So Gavin, he shows up, and then Clem's like, oh, you know. And he's like, yeah, I know you're a witch. So she's like, well, there's only one thing I can do. Kill him. Kill she, her. Just kill him. Kill him. And she turns on, like, literally every car on the street just starts revving its engines like it's fucking wait, wait, Christine. Wait, 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 what? Oh, hold on. <laughs> We're about to have a derby? Yeah, and then she's We're like. We're not allowed to kill people, but you'd be surprised what you could live through. <laughs> and then she says, you have to leave town. And he's right. like, okay, I was wrong. I shouldn't hunt witches anymore. You're right. What? Wait, so the pacifist threatened Man. him with violence? And uh. he was just this like, guy's okay. a pussy. All it takes <laughs> is one threat to throw him out of town. To, to be fair, she threatened to turn him into a, the site <laughs> of a demo pancake. derby. <laughs> this is why you always got to have your witch gun with you. Well, he goes home he's a and he sits down and he, uh, he asks his mouse, am I a monster? And the, I don't know, man. I just like reading books. <laughs> <laughs> Ever hear about the fourth musketeer? <laughs> well, he realizes now that the order is evil. Because he also is like, oh, yeah, my landlord, I guess she's also a witch. I can sense that now. Oh, oh. my God. I've been, I've been being spied on by witches the whole time. This confirms Wait. that the order is evil. Wait, what? No, not, not the people who've Wait. been patriot acting you yeah, from then, your inception? <laughs> and then he hears a knock on the door, and the goon squad <laughs> arrives. Yeah, you didn't check in. We thought you were being a fuck ass. With guy. Okay, so it's... A man, seven feet tall, steps Wait, to the door. Seven, seven foot Whoa. tall? I'm, exa I'm exaggerating, but it is like two, like six, six foot four bodybuilder bikers like step through. And like a sneering British blonde guy is twisting a switchblade in his hand. And then like two chicks in like combat fatigues and their leader steps through. The man, Ted. Wait, what? Ted? Kaczynski? That's, he, they have a, everyone else has all these oh, fantastical yeah. names. Echo, Holly, Albin, and, and they're Ted. just they're just a bunch of generic letter names. Well, I hope you like their entrance because that was the coolest moment these witch hunters get. Fucking, That's it. We have what was his name? Gavin Reese, and now we have to deal with it. 
Ted. Oh yeah, and so like we've sensed like the magical gathering of a confluence of hundreds of witches in this area. We were just wondering if you'd pinpointed them by now. And he's like, well, no. I mean, you could throw a fucking rock and hit like three of them. So go crazy, there, guy. <laughs> Does he point out the le- like the landlady? No, at this point, he's because he's working against the witch hunters now. He's turned traitor and actively trying to sabotage their attempts. And he's I like, mean, I think they all left town. But you wouldn't have to pay rent if he. And as out he's the saying landlady. this, it cuts the fucking Clementine, who's like, "Yeah, we need to find a way to deal with this non-violently." So they're driving around playing pop. <laughs> a non-violent mob forms. <laughs> they're they're trying to they're like playing pop songs like "Who Wants to Live Forever," "Things uh. Fall Apart," and they're like holding up their hands and you like shooting magical sparks between their fingers what? <laughs> stop it's called a girl's night madre and they're just like yeah we this, love singing this is the power that she would almost kill not to have taken away the ability to shoot fireworks i mean couldn't you get the same effect by having like a roman candle out of your car so the enforcers that's what the evil witch hunters they're called they're like stepping in they're eating his food like snagging his croissants that Titus baked for him. They're like playing and juggling knives and bullying his mouse. They're like shaking the cage and Why stuff. Why would you bully what, a mouse? What's the point what's of the bullying point of the this? mouse? Establishing how evil I am. And Gavin's like, yeah, there's actually a secret empty field I found. I'll take you there. I think the witches were here. And the witches are already cleared out. A secret empty field. Yes. Well, you know, since we've endeared ourselves to you, I will believe you. Connor, I'm already cutting out the subplot where Gavin goes and stalks a survivalist prepper who runs around <laughs> screaming and clinging on. Oh, an American. <laughs> it's good to see he's ra- branching out. And as they're cleaning up and getting back into their torture mobile, Albin, the guy playing with knives, just turns and says, hey, isn't it weird that, like, don't you ever wonder about the secret orders and the hidden USB that our leader has that we're not allowed to look at? Isn't that funny? No. Oh, you're, well. You're expositing again. So Gavin's like, this is clearly a trick to try to trap me and show I'm no longer loyal. And that USB never comes up again. It was a cool what? subplot. Yeah, it would have been neat to have something there, I guess, but... Uh, it was uh, too important. We don't know how work USBs with magic. The witches are too busy trying to trick Thunder, and they finally crack the code. They're like, oh, we're going to use a spell, and we're going to magic up a bird so the bird will give off a magical signal, and the witch hunters will follow the bird. And then they throw it in the air, and it works perfectly. And they're like, they man, shoot the bird. I ser- Well, they don't know it's a bird. It's just a magical signal they're also, following. Also, as we've established, we do not use violence. Ever. But under any enforcers. Uh, they we- use violence. No, we magically separate people from their magic. How? with magic <laughs> of course the only way to do it oh yeah then uh, gavin's also been like communicating with his grandpa by the way uh who like exiled from the order on a secret laptop he has like halfway through the book that just starts and he gets a email that has a picture of a secret holy text that describes the entire hidden history of the witch hunting order where it turns out that there were magical bounty hunters for other witches that then went off rogue and decided to start hunting witches for money and profit. so this is their problem that they created Wait, how would they profit off of hunting witches? Isn't this supposed to be like an underground They say, because when they sever people from their magic and change their memories, they also seize their assets. And apparently that is enough money to keep this international global Why? organization alive. Why? Wow, a two-bedroom townhouse in Skokie, Illinois. Do you know how much that goes for? <laughs> Why wouldn't they just do that to normal people and go full evil and just take money Yeah, just money become normal bounty people? hunters. Because that's not what they did. <laughs> We're going to make our job harder In fact, for sport. If you do it on a random normal person, you'll probably hit a witch anyway. So Gavin's like, we were magical bounty hunters, huh? And he picks up a flower and he's like, I wonder. And no, he you thinks don't. real hard. You don't wonder about anything. And the flower turns back to life in his hands and he discovers that he is also a witch. And all the, oh all, all the witch hunters are actually witches and their powers are just types of magic. And then his mouse starts talking to him because he has a psychic connection to it. Yo, dude, my name's not Benson. It's Algernon. That yeah. is the mouse's first line. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen regular show? I feel like if you've seen regular show, you'd get what I was doing What here. now, Benson? So then Gavin shows back up and Clem's like, we can tag team now. No, but you you're can't. still evil. What we're going to do is simple. They take Gavin's email from his grandpa, and they put it on the witch internet with Clem's what? magical technical ability. They have a Discord server? They actually the have, witchernet? They have witch forums that they, only witches can access with magic. No one uses forums witches do wow and this is where we this is where we get a little bit of the magic explained and it's kind of like the naruto attunement system believe it yeah uh so (laughs) you have one type of magic you can do and then you can do the rest but it's super shitty and gavin can bring shit back to life and have life magic so wait he's like a necromancer no no he can just pump things up with life energy and he exposits upon this and demonstrates this when uh he like goes to confront the enforcers who are like apparently they figure out that they're being tricked and show back up 
and he's like they're in a crappy van and his dad also steps out of the van he's like i caught a plane here to yell at you gavin you are a terrible witch hunter you're not very good at this man <laughs> imagine getting on like a 20-hour flight and just driving up so you can tell your son he's a fucking loser they meet at a gas station and before this starts gavin sets up a cell phone with a camera to record and stream the whole thing and then he's like actually father we're witches and you knew the whole time you're a self-hating witch and he's like no i've been exposed seize him wait but how did he know he had his phone on and was recording but what about this whole masquerade thing oh and then uh like to prove it gavin's like here i can do this and he makes he kind of turns into poison ivy from batman where a vine shoots up like out of the concrete grows really fast and the witch hunters are like he's a witch wait are we witches and they think about it and a couple of them start doing magic wait why does it just make your enemy more dangerous (laughs) why does it matter why why does that change anything about your character and why doesn't wait a minute if we're witches we can't hunt witches yes you can no yes you can you still can what's to stop you (laughs) and then they go back and they have a family meeting at this point clem's no longer caring about the witch hunters so she sets her family down she tells them that they're toxic and they can either deal with her and accept her for how she is and quit bugging her with their problems or she will cut them out of her life she says grandma i will get a restraining order I will go to the mundane police if you do not quit harassing me. But she's keeping her bloodline pure, so so why would her grandma have a problem? I'm going to say this once. Giving any ultimatum to a toxic person is not going to change anything about that toxic person. To be fair... We just seen somebody process cognitive dissonance in a record amount of time. Oh, that's true. We're on we're in La La Land. Hey Fletcher, uh, hop back on your phone really fast. Look up symptoms of BPD for me really fast. Symptoms yeah, borderline personality disorder. Borderline I'm just I just think we can run through a checklist real fast. So Gavin, he's like, you know what? I need to atone for my crimes. I'm going to go meet the witch council. And the witch council at this point, by the way, all the hunters are immediately destroyed. Uh, they're caught by all the witches because the, 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 the yeah the witch council they wouldn't fight the hunters because they thought the hunters were humans but as it turns out if you're a witch you fall under the witch council rule and then the witch council has its own series of magical enforcers and suits to show up and mind break you and their hunter organization is completely dismantled within a span of months the oh where, does uh, their, the, where do their assets go i wonder <laughs> this, this kind of just proves their point doesn't it the century old witch hunting order is broken apart and they Gavin goes to meet their secret leaders that are based out of a state college with secret classes that witches can learn in. What? Yeah, it's kind of like a discount Hogwarts. So, Fletcher, what are the symptoms of BPD? An intense fear of abandonment, mm-hmm. even going to extreme measures to avoid real or imagined separation or rejection. Okay. A pattern of unstable, intense relationships, such no. as idealizing someone. Don't see it so far. Keep going. Uh, rapid changes in self-identity and self-image. That nah, nothing like goals that. And values. Uh, periods of stress-related paranoia, loss of contact with reality. Not worried about it. Yep, we're good so far. Impulsive and risky behavior such as gambling, reckless driving, unsafe sex, spending sprees, binge eating, or drug abuse. Hey, they they tested themselves. Their the sex was totally time. safe. The second time. <laughs> Continue, Fletcher. Wide mood swings lasting from a few hours to a few days, which can include intense happiness, irritability, shame, or anxiety. So we have nothing to worry about. We're completely checked out. Fine. Clem's good to go. Spencer, and, you're, uh, you're supposed to. You're not. You're supposed to leave the list blank. You're not supposed to check it off one by one. Oh, then this is a very different score I'm tallying. Yeah, this is like golf, Spencer. You want you want a low score. Low. <laughs> so he says, oh, yeah, like, what I did was evil. And the witchers are like, well, you can be rehabilitated. So what we're going to do is <laughs> rehabilitated. Oh, really? Because really? the rest of the order didn't get a chance to oh, no, be they did, rehabilitated. They, they didn't die. They were all offered the chance to make reparations. This is and they were reparate. Gonna, yeah, oh, they, they gonna, oh, no. This is not rom-com you, territory. They were, they were told that they can use their power to undo all the memory wipes they did and they'd be welcomed to the witch community. You want to know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the non-lethal takedown options in Dishonored. Like the one where you can knock a woman out and give her to a stalking noble who will take her to some sort of sex dungeon and somehow that's the good choice. Connor, the witch council is never wrong. And if you think that, well, they'll just, they'll just change the way you think. So oh. wait, did every single witch... Yes, like- every single enforcer in a matter of months was brought down. The enforcers who spent their entire life training for combat against witches completely dismantled. Uh, they catch Gavin's dad on the way to the airport, and they say, unfortunately, we don't know if he can be rehabilitated, so he might have to break his mind and implant some false memories. We fuck. Oh my god! (laughs) That's my dad! And Gavin says, you're right, he's a monster. Whoa! (laughs) He needs to Um, be stopped. 
Anne. Anne Ag- Aguilar. Anne Aguirre. Anne Aguirre. Um, have, when was the last time you spoke with your father? I, I have some concerns. <laughs> and then Gavin's grandpa shows back up. He's like, yeah, I knew I was a witch too. Uh, and I spent the last 20 years running medicine to dictatorships who have been uh, stopping me from helping people. Uh so why didn't you ever tell me? I couldn't. You're. I didn't know how close you were with your evil father, my evil son. Really? Because we had a secret laptop where we communicated. That was just like the last like ten months that you checked. I, that's plenty of time. That's. I, I probably should have mentioned it. You could make I a bet. killer first draft in ten months. I can <laughs> so, think of a couple <laughs> opening words. Maybe you're a witch. <laughs> you're a witch, Gavin. <laughs> So there's an 18-month time skip, and then Gavin's just been in witch college helping people. He, in 18 months, they've undone all of the Order's history. The Order well, that's existed for Spencer? centuries. What about uh, the baker and the, the, the lovely wedding? Did uh, which one, Titus? Yeah, what about Titus? Yeah, they got like hitched or something. I don't know. There's another witch that the third book is based off of. Is it another cousin? No, it's some just witch that they know. And then they get back together, and Clem's like, I don't know if I can accept you. Oh, wait, I totally can. And Gla- Gavin's like... Well, Every decision you make, no matter what, is the right one. I and never let anyone tell you differently. Oh, that's enabling. <laughs> but also, like, what? What do you mean? I don't know if I can accept. You know what I sacrificed to get here? Yeah, and then they like kiss or something, and we have the closing line where she was the love of his heart and the magic in his soul. No, I think that was just the magic. Yeah. So that is the boss witch. I wish that I could say I was making any of this up. You know, you've heard of world world building. This is world destroying. Should I read the about the author section, Spencer? You know what, Connor? I think you should. I think it'd really give a better image about who created this work who of art. Who created this? this Anne Aguirre. Yep. Go ahead. Read off, Connor. About the author. New York Times and USA Today bestselling author Anne Aguirre has been a clown, a clerk, a savior of stray kittens, and a voice actress. Not necessarily in that order. She grew up in a yellow house across from a cornfield, but now she lives in Mexico with her family. She writes all kinds of genre fiction, but she has an eternal soft spot for a happily ever after. What? Yeah, you know, besides everybody that wasn't her in the And everybody had a happily ever after. No, this book fucking sucked. No witches got Everybody had a happily ever after. Yeah, you know all those witch hunters that spent their entire life only to have their lives destroyed? Well, don't worry. We off-screen removed their memories. Wait, they're, they're the fix-it witches. They fix the problem. You know what they didn't fix? Vampires. <laughs> what about- You know what they fixed overnight? Witch hunters. What yeah, about maybe we could, still have vampires? Maybe they could turn those witch hunters into vampire hunters, Spencer. You think they should do that? Well, what I love is the fact that they do nothing for literally centuries as this witch hunting order hunts witches. And then once it's revealed, no, actually, the hunters are also witches. They're like, oh, now we can stop it. Oh, now it's not a hate crime. It's just regular old violence, What about baby? Gavin's dad? He didn't get a happy ending. Oh, he's, he's quite happy now. He's in magical Guantanamo. We, we made him happy. We, yeah, we forced him to be happy. I don't like the sending. Unfortunately, I actually have to give this like no, a, no. a four no. out of ten. A four? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, unfortunately, it couldn't, you, it couldn't be lower. You physically wretched. I want to give it a two. I want to give it a two <laughs> so bad, but by the standards of romance literature and the target audience in mind of which I so, admit I am not a group member. So it's a four out of ten with respect to other romance novels. If you're into romance novels like if your phone was broken at an airport and you had like three hours to kill and all you all you did was you found a bookshop in the corner that was selling these used paperbacks that no one wanted to buy it would get you through it's serviceable if you skip the sex scene in terms of general <laughs> novels i'm gonna drop this to it too immediately mm, got- if only for the fact that she <laughs> hand waves away entire hundred year portions of history for a convenient happy ending so if that's the boss which did you want to cover the other book too the x-hex so i started that one and after the boss which I, I had to tap out on on goodreads they call it dnf did not finish could not get through it because that one is even more egregious where the chick knowingly uses black magic <laughs> on people and then it's just like teehee i guess i'm kind of quirky and and then after that spencer everyone had a merry christmas right at the end Oh, yeah, and it, I'm sure it was a very Merry Christmas. And if you're not smiling for the photos, <laughs> you won't remember it next year. I do like how the boss witch not only exemplifies like a little bit of world building, but a lot of world destroying. 
<laughs> created all these organizations and then tore them down over the course of a book. I'm kind of curious what they're going to do for the third one. Legitimately, if they've introduced and removed the witch hunter aspect. It's all vampires. Vampires, vampires. Well, and then they, no, and then keep they in mind, vampires are also witches. And you know what they do to also witches? No, but they're, they're going to find a good vampire. Yeah, there's going to be... They'll kill the rest. Or mind wipe them. Yeah, but that's the happy end. No, nah, the good one will change them from the yeah, inside. Yeah, the good one will change them, Andre. They all change to vampires. <laughs> I just think it's funny that the worst thing that she can imagine happening is like, and then they're going to take away my ability to shoot sparks from my fingers and my bank account. <laughs> She ghost. She threatened to ghost her family, and she like took down the double Illuminati. But the worst thing she could think of is just not being able to shoot fireworks. Mondre, I cannot live as a phone repairman. I okay? will never be a normie. I'm not going. <laughs> Do you back. know what my workday is right now? Thirty five minutes, and the first thirty is me warming up the coffee machine. Then it's zap, zap, zap. Done for the day. It's gonna break in a month. That's not my problem. They'll be back here. That's just repeat business. Which um, I did. I meant to bring this up. How does she even have? like good reviews of people keep having their shit break and well they... she you know remember when she like magically sent the uh email across the Did internet she hack her I, own... I, I can i can only assume she magicked yelp to make it say good things about her that's oh the only thing God. i can reason what if she was magically altering the customers to make them think they got a good deal that's not her branch of magic she can't do that well i mean she what can about mess with electricity right uh they wouldn't do that it's immoral it's immoral to do that, but not immoral to make a mouse sapient. No, that actually is pretty funny. It's like a bit that they do. Yeah, and then they, the ma- they do it for fun. <laughs> and then the mouse is all like, hello, I'm Algernon. I've been like, cursed with existence. I've only ever wanted death. Please bestow this gift upon me. Well, luckily you're a short-lived pet. Oh, wait, no, you're not. <laughs> I've been here for 20 years. <laughs> the things I've seen, <laughs> the secrets I've kept. You know, it's kind of weird that you were allowed to exist. You must have done something poor in a previous life would you believe i was a vampire (laughs) (laughs) you know what benson sure so this is a a romance novel where he starts out as a good guy and she's like i can change him i can make him worse (laughs) well what i love is when he discovers he's a witch and he just picks up the flower and he's like you know what i've literally never tried this before but what if i just thought about this flower coming back to life whoa would you look at that i guess i'm a witch he had such a terrible grasp on his witch hunting powers but as soon as he got regular witch powers, he instantly knew what he could do. It doesn't... All it proves is, like you said earlier, the dad was right about these witches. They cannot be trusted. And he was not wrong to keep hunting them. If anything, it's a miracle that he kept up the hunt for so long against an organization that freely just changes people's memories and apparently has other insane supernatural abilities, up to and including communion with the dead. Well... I think we're going to leave it off there, but thanks for listening. Spencer, I think... I got I to gotta spend five minutes, not talk to anyone, go to my happy place, smoke some crack. <laughs> Spencer, I don't... I think this book may have been the first one to break you. I don't think the other ones made you this upset. Yeah, not even the other romance novel did him in. The cracks are starting to show. I'll say it. I will admit it. But again, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead. If you liked what you heard, reshare it, retweet it. I'm not familiar with what the Zoomers are actually doing or communicating with these days. Smoke, signal it, telegraph, carrier pigeon, whatever it takes. TikTok. Leave a five-star review if you enjoyed it. And until next time, class dismissed.